Nice. And um, Steph, what do you, what did you teach or what do you teach? Um, at the time I taught, I was in um, a, a variety of classrooms, a variety of um, uh, things that I did were, I started with um, infants, um, where of course um, at the young, working at the young school and um, learned a lot about the young school as well, as well as the philosophy and things like that. And so, and I, uh, Kind of grasp a hold of the philosophy because I felt like it was definitely something that um, naturally is something that as parents that I feel that we should learn and that is be respectful to children and and allowing them to um, or allowing them to express themselves artistically, mentally, spiritually, whatever it took to help that child to grow. Um, that part of that philosophy was something that I thought was great because it definitely helped teachers or guided teachers to be respectful to children and teach them or treat them like um, they are definitely capable of, because I always thought that way about my son, you know, when you have your first child, you think they're geniuses. <laughs> so, um, so that's pretty much what I liked about it. But anyway, I started out with infants and then I taught uh, two-year-olds, then I taught um, three and four and five-year-olds. Nice. Um, yeah. Did you have any any age group in particular that like spoke to you the most? That was your favorite age group to work with? I would say uh, <laughs> that's a hard one. I would say probably infants. Infants. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's like the the most you know f like I would say like fragile state of of the most um, sensitive to becoming an individual. Like, you know, like you said about the respect and how you treat young children and learning what young children need um, from infancy. I feel like those are the first experiences that the children have with, yes. you know, adults that, you know, are close to them, so. Yeah. Yes, I agree. I agree because I, I know that when I was pregnant with my son, I just recall, you know, I did things like I counted on my belly. You know, I counted, I did these moments where I would count on my belly, one, two, three, and I kid you not, my, my son kicked on my belly three times. Mm -hmm. It was like he was repeating what I was doing on my belly, or I would play music, and I really truly believe it can start in the womb where you do certain things with your child in the womb, and then when they come out, they start, like my child, my son loves music. Yeah. Uh, and that's what he listens to all the time, and I remember putting headphones on my belly and played music. Oh. <laughs> and, and that's what he does a lot of, is what he listens, he just loves music, he has a lot for music. That's so, awesome. yeah, definitely it makes a difference when you invest that time to teach your children, even from the womb. Right, right. And you can add that as, you know, as a mom myself, I can relate to those, those first, um, you know, bonding, you know, just with the, with pregnancy and just seeing how the baby responds to how your body moves and the stimuli on the outside. And they can pretty much build those connections and try to interact with you, um, yeah. even, even during pregnancy. So that, that is something that, 
I enjoyed as well. Um, yes. So, um, and the third question that I, I asked you on in the interview is, um, what is your magic? And you said joy and that joy is contagious. Um, so for all the listeners, um, how can we make joy contagious? Well, I just feel like that any time that you go into a situation such as taking care of children or teaching children with an attitude of, first of all, you got to like what you're doing. you got to like, you know, you have a passion for it and things like that. And typically when you have a passion for something and then you bring other, you and you try to involve other people in it, when you're passionate about it, it tends to come out of you in a way that's contagious, you know, because you have this energy about you that, um, that wants, that draws people to want to do what you do or to have what you have. Like there, you know, you have questions where people are asking you, how do you do, how do you get to be where you are? And, or how did, how do I get some of what you got? Right. <laughs> that kind of thing. And so I just feel like when you, when you have a positive attitude about it and a passion about it, um, then you, even with the children, they are going to want to learn about it too. And just to give an example of what, what, that, what that looks like, I can recall, um, not just my, I, I had a teacher at one time who had a passion for penguins for some reason. She wore things that had penguins on her shirt and she had a penguin tattoo. She had, she talked about penguins. She went to go visit penguins <laughs> at the zoo. Um, and she even bought him books about penguins. And because of that, the children they wanted to read the same books that she had brought in all the time. They just always wanted to look at it because it was something that this particular teacher really loved that it drew the children to want to learn what that teacher loved about penguins. And that's what they talked about, even with their parents when they went home. Um, and so it, it's just a matter of you setting in your mind before you start your day I'm going to make this day a day where it's profitable, not only for myself, but all others, so that they can see exactly what, why I want to be a teacher and why, and what I'm teaching about is so special and so interesting and that kind of thing. That's awesome. That's awesome. Because we all have some experience with someone or a group of people that inspire us to to bring joy and, you know, and it's also nice to incorporate parts of ourselves into our everyday life. We all have um, passion for either, you know, something that we adore, something that we're, you know, enthusiastic about or something that we feel like is a special, uh, you know, talent. So that is really nice to be able to um, build connections with other people, relate to other people and to um, share what makes you unique. So that's definitely a, you know, great, great thing to share with people is making that joy contagious by sharing what passions you have and how you can grow together as a community. And, you know, and it's crazy that, you know, like I know on the day to day, you know, working as a teacher, you try to find the positive in everything and you know that it comes with a balance, right? It's going to be some positive. There's going to be some negative. There's going to be some yin. There's going to be some yang. So 
um, what would you say um, would be the negative part or the challenging part or your kryptonite during your day? Well, I think what challenges me is working with or alongside people who don't have the same um, passion for, like as we're talking about children or, or working with children. They're just there, as we probably would say, because it's just a job that they need and they're, and they're getting paid. And it's not, and, and you can definitely tell a difference because it's not like they're coming in with this motivation every day to what can I do next to make sure that my children are experiencing all that they can experience for today. Um, it's just about getting through the day. And so I find that it's hard to work. And it's not just about children. I think it's, I think anybody could say the same thing. It's hard to work with someone that may not be making it a purpose to take care of themselves. Cause that's another thing when you're working at any job, you have to make sure that you're taking care of yourself because if you work with children or if you work with others where you have to lead them in some sort of way, you have to make sure that you're taking care of yourself so that when you come in, you are as positive as need be for the day. But if you always are negative, if you're always negative and you're always, you know, there's something wrong or unhealthy about you, you're going to bring that unhealthiness in the environment. So I find my kryptonite, kryptonite a lot of times is working with people who just always have to be down and they're always negative. And when you have that type of atmosphere or that type of aura around a person, it can bring you down. It can easily bring you down if you're not careful, you know. Um, so, yeah, that, yeah. Would be, that would be my kryptonite. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I think that many of us and, and our listeners can relate to either one being around the negativity or in sometimes falling into the trap of giving the negativity and yes. with any and everything that we go through in life there's a balance right so i feel like that in experience when you feel like you're getting into that negative place you do have to like you said you kind of bring it into the environment and you okay. kind of are sharing that that mood with the people that are around you. And, yes. you know, it's not fun to feel that at all, you know, being yeah. in it or projecting it on others. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, you know, something that we all have to experience. It's something that is currently going on in a lot of our lives where we feel the negativity through um, dealing with teaching and um, having to do it around the time of COVID and we're co finding coping skills of how to be inspiring and still do our job. Um, but there does come with a lot of questioning, um, a lot of stress, a lot of um, you know, rush through time and trying to make the best judgment. Sometimes we don't agree. And I feel like that that's sometimes where our negativity kind of um, presents itself. Um, so the one thing that I did here that I just want to, you know, really um, put under a microscope is what you said about um, the negativity can sometimes come from um, not really taking care of yourself. Um, yeah. Trying to find that time to 
say, what is going on with, say, for instance, you hear it from someone that you know, you're like, what is going on with that person? You know, Uh for us to teach and we're teachers, we want to inspire people, no person left behind. So our job as teachers are to try to help people in any way that we can teach them um, ways that they can kind of cope with that. So um, I think that it would be really good that if our listeners out there, if you find that you're around someone who, you know, is really feeling down um, to ask them a little bit about how they're feeling. Um, uh, Try to find something that you can relate on and then just talking to the people about, you know, what are some possible options that they can have that's realistic that might make them feel better? It could be something as simple as, you know, do you need an hour to yourself? Uh, You know, do you need to um, make a list of uh, personal care time and just make sure that you get something done that really is 100% about you? And you may feel better, in the workplace, you may feel feel better and refueled at home if you take care of the personal care um, to really find out what the problem is. And that's the same if you're feeling it for yourself. You can make a list yourself and um, try your best to even get one or two things if that's a bonus for you to really think about what it is that you want for yourself. Um, because then when you spend some time for yourself and you feel a little little bit better. I think that that's, again, wrapping back around to that magic where you can find that joy. Um, uh, if you feel joyous, then you can make that contagious. Um, right. So that's... Yes, definitely. I think, um, too, with the joy piece, I just think that once you get to a place, like, for instance, spiritually, I find... Um, that my joy, the foundation of my joy comes from praying and spending time with God. And I, before I start my day, I, I spend at least an hour where I'm, you know, where it's quiet. I'm in work and I'm just, I'm just focusing on God and, and his goodness. And then also, you know, picking out a few scriptures or two that I focus in on and, and just kind of put that in my heart so that it's something that I can remember for when I need it. And so, and I realize also that this life, in this life, you can't go through this life without having the foundation of, or I know that I cannot go throughout this life of having the foundation of God's word and his guidance, you know, because the Bible does say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So I realize that tells me there that this is a life that I can't do it on my own. You know, I can't. If I make the mistake of thinking that I can do it all by myself, then that's the bigger they are, the harder the, they fall situation will happen <laughs> because, you know, you can't. Life is too hard. Life is, there's a lot of stuff that's coming at us all the time and you need something other than your strength to get you through. So, and then the Bible does talk about joy. You know, joy is something that comes from God, you know, and so... I believe that the best way of taking care of yourself is going to the one that knows how to fill you and and give you the things that you need when you thirst, when you hunger. The Bible says God gives you what you thirst and you hunger for, 
whether it be attention, whether it be just someone to listen to you, whether it be just the strength to get through the day, he is the one that gives you that, that fulfills that thirst and that hunger that you need, you know? So, um, but yeah, definitely. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So I feel like this is wrapping around to our last question about, um, you know, how do you want to inspire others in the teaching community? So I feel that, you know, um, you know, wrapping back around to, you know, how we know each other, you are my, my spiritual sister, my inspiration to um, keep me focused. And I think that we, you know, share that value of spirituality. So um, that's definitely a strong point and it's an anchor in helping us make those those decisions to be inspiring, to be those strong teachers and to um, make sure that we share the joy and the word and just the compassion for people all over. So, um, you know, I really appreciate you spending time with uh, with me today. And um, we have many of these in-depth conversations, but I'm glad that you were able to share this with our teaching community today on Pete's to Teach. So, um, you know, I'll share more inspiration and more interviews with uh, more teachers in hopes that we can um, build a community to continue to thrive and to continue our journey in teaching young people. So thank you, Steph, for joining me today. And thank you. Um, we'll see you guys in the next episode.